You're listening to Closer Look. Here's Billy Branham. As parents, we often let our kids get a bit relaxed with bedtime during the summer. They may have also gotten out of the routine of getting ready in the morning, remembering their backpacks and grabbing their lunch. That usually translates to some pretty tired kids when school time rolls around. It may also affect how you start your day. And if your child is going to a new school or maybe even graduating from elementary to middle or middle to high, that could be extra stressful for everyone. Pediatrician Angelica Ha is joining me to pass along expert tips so your first days getting back into the swing of things go as smoothly as possible. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Ha. Now, as a parent, I can admit that I get a little bit lax on the rules during the summer months, mostly with when she goes to bed. What would you suggest for all parents to get them back on their school night schedules? That's a great question. So sleep is a big battle throughout the school year, but especially on the first day of school. The experts recommend that you start adjusting their sleep schedules about two weeks before school is starting. So what you would do is start moving that bedtime up about 5 to 10 or 15 minutes a day so that you eventually get to where you want to be for the start of school. Any tips? Uh, I have a resistant child who likes to stay up and read a little bit. Any tips to get them in the mood a little bit earlier for that sleep? That bedtime routine is super important for children, uh, including our older teens. So um, one of the things that we like to do is make sure that there's a routine. So for every child, that might be a little bit different. It might be bath time and then getting into cozy PJs. It might be snuggle time with mom and reading a book. It may be just sitting around and talking and talking about how the day went. But there has to be a routine that they're used to so that they know when the routine starts, I'm going to be going to bed soon. So you have to move it up a little bit as you get closer to school. Now, getting out the door in the morning can be a challenge, as any parent knows. Do you have any tips you can offer to make that a little more stress-free? Sure. So the morning routine is very important both for the child and for the parents. So sometimes we focus just on the Mm -hmm. child, but I think having the parents prepared also helps with that. So one thing that I recommend to parents is just think about what they need to do in the morning the night before. So one example would be you, may want, you might want to start packing lunches the night before and have it already prepared. All the things that don't need to be refrigerated can already go into the lunchbox. Things that can be made ahead of time can go into the refrigerator so that you just pull them out. I even make my water bottles the day before, put tons of ice so that it's still ready to go the next morning so that I'm ready for, to help my child. So I'm not focusing on making lunch in the morning. I'm just focusing on my child and getting them their breakfast, getting them dressed and so forth. And then for the child... I think it's important that um, they don't feel rushed. The more you try to rush them, the more they want to resist to that. So you want to give plenty of time in the morning. And then I like to um, have what I call a launch pad or an area where they have everything that they need for school. Mm. So it can't be that the jacket's one place, the shoes one place, and the backpack's another place, and the lunch is over in the kitchen. They should be all put in the same place so the child isn't scrambling all over the place to get everything. (laughs) Um, So I put all of those things the night before. Their clothes are laid out on the bed the night before. Everything's kind of set, so they just have to kind of go into their motions to get ready for school. Good suggestions. We've heard a lot over the years about backpacks being so heavy. They can hurt a child's back, especially when they're loaded up with books. Any suggestions there? For backpacks, the recommendation is actually that it not weigh more than 10 to 15% of the child's body weight. Mm. So that's not very much. If you have a 100-pound child, that's only 10 pounds. And some of the backpacks are simply too heavy for our children. The issue is not only with the back pain and the shoulder pain, but it also can be with 
falling and tripping and knocking over their people. So uh, we want to uh, make sure that our backpacks are not too heavy. They should learn to leave books at school that they don't need to bring home. They need to empty things out. They don't need last semester's <laughs> papers in there. The other thing is we really encourage that they use both straps. It should go over both sh- shoulders and you prefer a padded wide strap rather than those narrow straps so that they're not digging into the shoulders. And then you want to distribute the weight in the backpack so that the larger, heavier items are down at the bottom and towards the center of the backpack. Do you have any recommendations as to which variety of backpack? Because I see different kinds, the ones that go over both shoulders, the ones that they, they claim to be more correct for children. Are there any specific ones that are better than others? Sure. We know that the best are the wide straps that go over both shoulders. We definitely don't want a backpack that's just on one side. It should be on both sides. And preferably, they even have little straps that go around their waist or chest to create some balance. But we know that some children aren't going to be comfortable with that or have a hard time strapping those themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's also some people who advocate for rolling backpacks, thinking, well, they can pull along more than they could if they were carrying it. However, those can also have risk to other people because you'll tend to see in classrooms where there's a lot of rolling backpacks, they don't fit in lockers. So they're sitting in the hallways, they're um, obstructing traffic. And so sometimes you'll see injuries from the backpacks being in the hallways. So the best is a regular backpack, two straps, that's not too heavy for the child. This is Closer Look. I'm Billy Branham talking with Dr. Angelica Ha. She's a pediatrician with Kaiser Permanente in Northern California. She's sharing expert advice to get kids back to school by adjusting their sleep schedules and sharing how we as parents can reduce stress in the mornings. A couple more topics we'd like to get a solution for. Now, when kids get back together, they tend to swap germs. What's your advice for keeping them healthy? Of course, the way you live your lifestyle every day plays a role in your health. So it's some of the basic things like good nutrition, adequate sleep, exercise, that sort of thing. I think for the children, I try to remind them to wash their hands frequently and then not touch any of the open areas of their body. So that would be your eyes, your nose, and your mouth. So if you can avoid scratching your eyes, your nose, and your mouth, you're less likely to get some of those germs from the other kids. But it is unavoidable. When do we take them into the doctor? The decision to bring them in has a lot to do with how ill you feel that they are. Mm -hmm. It's sometimes hard to say that there's an exact number that you need to bring them in for. A lot of people will use for the older kids, if they're over 102 for more than two to three days, bring them in. But a lot of it will depend on what the season is like. Obviously, in the flu season, a lot of people have fevers like that and they don't need to all come in. But I think that parents can use their best judgment if they think their child looks sicker than they would expect for than for just an ordinary cold, then they should absolutely bring them in. One more question. How can you get them oriented to a new school or transitioning from elementary to middle or middle to high school? A lot of the schools have great programs now where they kind of move up to the next grade in the spring before that. For those who don't have that, they often will have opportunities where you can go tour the school ahead of time. Sometimes we'll have students even just practice doing that drive to the school so they know what the drop-off looks like, they know what the front door looks like. And then now there's so many pictures on the internet, you can even kind of show, hey, this is what the cafeteria looks like. This is what the gym looks like. And so for those younger kids, that anxiety can be allayed by just simply kind of giving the heads up about what's coming. And hopefully all of this information will help them have a more successful first week back to school. 
Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time. Thank you. To recap, start adjusting their sleep schedule back a little bit each night, starting two weeks before the first day. Backpacks shouldn't be loaded down. Remember, recommended 10 to 15% of the child's weight. Help them stay healthy by teaching them to avoid touching their eyes, nose, and mouth. And you can avoid a lot of morning stress by doing some preparation the night before. Hey, thanks for listening. For a closer look, I'm Billy Branham. This has been Air One Closer Look. Find us online at airone.com.